What's up, Soap Suds? Welcome back to another episode of The Geek Soapbox. As always, I'm your host, Michael Lee Ponton, and I'm joined by my co-host... Leva Bates! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> What's shaking, Leva? How are you? We made it. We're here. We did, in fact, make it online. <laughs> we both had lots of uh, tech issues today. Damn straight, so. girl. My stream, I had in the middle of my stream with the Among Us game, I had to restart my computer. So that makes me feel better. Ugh. So that's like that's like Tuesday night when I was streaming. It just I got disconnected from the internet, like right in the middle of me playing the game, and I couldn't get my computer reconnected to the internet. So I was like, "Well, I guess my stream's over." <laughs> oh no, that's happened with me before. Yeah, it's just mine so sound issues for some reason, and I don't think. I think my computer's dying a very painful death. So for some reason, I couldn't have my Chrome browser open with my Twitch channel, um, creator channel dashboard uh-huh. thing, so I can raid people or yeah. join squad streams and just see that. Couldn't have that open, as well as Discord, as well as Streamlabs, as well as the game. It was just my computer couldn't handle it. Crap so it every time... We were like, they would try talking in Discord. I wouldn't hear half of it. And it wasn't like cutting in and out. It was just silence. Yeah. So we saw Excalibur. <laughs> you saw him what? You saw him what? Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly how it was. And I'm like, I, by the way, who are we voting for? And What's your evidence? Like, it was like four games I tried to like play around with this and see if I can make it work. Three of the four games, I was an imposter. You know how hard that is when you can't hear and, like, Ugh. lie? Can't defend yourself. Can't lie. Can't do any of the things I you I did win to do. one game, though. Oh, I meant to post that online. I've just been so busy. But what I had to do, I just had to, the last time I was an imposter, I'm like, guys. And because I muted myself, but again, it was glitching. So I muted and unmuted. And now I'm like, oh, man, I'm doing this all by myself. How am I going to do this? Leva, we heard you. All right, everyone. Vote for Leva. <laughs> I did that the game before too, but it ended up. Uh, they thought it was Nyla because I was singing a murder song, oh and they thought it was god. Nyla. That's oh my so god! Funny. So they all voted her out immediately, and she's like, <laughs> "I don't know what you're talking about." And I'm like, <laughs> "So I feel bad for the people watching my stream. I got real quiet during part of it because I wasn't sure if I, it was actually muted. It was say it was muted, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, So, you know, I wasn't sure. So I just had to restart the whole computer. Uh, still played around with it. It was working great until I opened up Chrome and Twitch. And as soon as I went to my my Oof. dashboard, it started, I started cutting out again. So I'm like, Tank all right, it. we just cl- close that up. So I don't know why that's happening. That's never happened ever, Listen. ever before. So I don't I, I think my computer's just dying. The computer could be dying. There could have been a silent update that you didn't know about and it just forked something up because that happened that happened to me at work. My work computer had a had an update like it needed to update Windows or something and it, right after that update it started running slow like crap. I'm like the computer's brand new. I got it within the last year. What? It's just something about that update slowed it to hell down. So I don't know. It could be a combination of things. When was this recent? Yeah, like yesterday. I'm pretty sure I updated my my computer. I had to update it before something. 
So I, I was like, you know what? I better update it because it'll mess yeah, up. Yeah, it could and be a Windows update. Could be anything, or a combination of things. You know. I wonder. I wonder if they can do another update to fix that. Well, probably it'll probably get patched out at the next update. Well, I hope they is. do that before I buy a new computer. Because well, I'm you... legit talking with Seth about my options I mean, now. I mean, let's be honest, Leva. You've been having problems with this computer for a while. This I is know. not That's new. A <laughs> it's a lot of money, though. It is. It is. It is. But Y'all, y'all forget I bought hearing aids and yeah, spent $800 on flat tires. Listen, and... I'm telling you. You need, you need that business account. You need that business expense. <sighs> AEW business needs to buy expense, a new computer. But, oh, God. <laughs> All the all the tech you got to run for them, talk to Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> I need a new computer for for heels parties and doing <laughs> your documentation. Wink. Oh man, we're we're working on getting sponsorships with uh, like Alex is really good with that. Alex Abrahantes, who mm-hmm. we do Among Us with, and he's trying to like teach me the ways, or at least help me, or if I just ride his coattails. But I don't know if I have to, if I can wait long enough for that to come fruition. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I might just have to bite the bullet and spend the money that I'm not sure if I have. Well, I mean, I don't know. Because I'll be honest, I want a computer, I want a, I want a desktop, and I want to play games. Yeah. I want to play, like, World of Warcraft. I want to, I want to play the KFC game without it breaking my computer. Truth. Yeah, listen. I want to play games. If you could go and get one of those uh, those Best Buy cards, you get a you can pay it off in so many months. I don't need another credit card. Well, I'm just. Saying. I'm about to pay. Well, I don't know if I'm about to, but I'm doing really I'm well saying, paying off the other one. It's just it's zero percent interest as long as you just pay it off within the 12, 18, or twenty four months, whatever plan you get on. So I'll talk later. Yeah, I'm telling you, this is this is how I bought all of my electronics. <laughs> <laughs> I just pay them off. I just pay them off in the allotted monthly payment, and I pay zero interest. Non-spawns, but Best Buy. <laughs> if if you're interested, Geek Soapbox is looking. We're we're available. We are. Anyone so anyone available. who has computers that wanna want your girl to play a gaming computer, talk to me. <laughs> help, help set us up uh okay let's move into something more fun than our computer woes uh what have you been playing what have you been reading what have you been watching oh lord okay um nothing. Question. <laughs> that's <laughs> right, not no, true that's a, that's, a, that's a lie um we had tapings this week so it threw me off a little bit and then i took tea to the doctor and that was kind of an all-day thing and then i ended up getting uh well i probably owe him money but uh, I ended up getting a free code for uh, two days of Korean award shows. And then Josh and I got uh, the 17 concert. So I've been watching stuff on Korean time. <laughs> oh, no. So I, I my schedule is all messed up. It's, yeah. I've been watching stuff at 7 a.m., 6 a.m. So it, the first one was the Apon Star Awards which is basically the acting awards for all the dramas and stuff. So mm. I watched most of that. I missed that. I miscalculated the time. So I missed like the first 45 minutes, I believe. But I saw the rest. It was actually really cool. It was all subtitled. It was on this really cute app called Amazer. So you have like a little audience. If you want to keep it small screen and you can like have little like phrases. So I'd be like, cool. Wow. One of the actors <laughs> okay. I wanted to win. 
Um, one of the actors I wanted to win didn't win, and I was not happy about it. They didn't have anything like boo or anything, but they had, uh, you could spell out love, L-O-V-E, if you want to do that in order. I just kept, like, spamming O. O. <laughs> o. <laughs> Park Sojun didn't win. O. I wonder if but, that translated to the, the rest of the audience. I don't know. I don't know if anyone got what I was doing. But uh, yeah, a, a cool buddy of mine I met at All In, the first All In, he was doing um, media, like press. And he and I started talking. He's like, oh, you're big into K-pop. I'm big in K-pop. If you're ever in California when there's a concert, let me know. I might be able to hook you up because he works in that field-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but then COVID kind of hit and... I never really made it out there, obviously. So he ended up texting me like, hey, I have this extra code for this award show if you want to watch. I'm like, hell yeah. So I ended up getting that code. And then Josh and I watched the 17 concert, which is uh, kind of by the same people who did the BTS one. So it was actually really, really well done. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was actually, they did two uh, viewings of it. One for Korean people and one for like other people international. So one was at like 6 a.m. And then another one was at 9 p.m. the following day. So mm. the re- rest of us could watch it at an hour. But I've been sleeping so weird hours because I would like nap for like an hour or two because, you know, me and I'll get up to watch this these award shows because the music one was today. And then I go back to sleep, wake up at noon or one, go about my day. <laughs> Oh my God, Leva! I'm I'm living in Korean time for real. So that's what I've been watching ish. Uh, I did catch up on WandaVision. Ooh, we'll talk about that soon. Okay. I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. yeah. Well- and then uh, I am not. Oh, and I continued watching Riverdale. That was the other thing I was watching, which came um, back this week. The new season started. Oh, I'm not. All right. Well, I'm, I'm tearing through this season so I can catch up on that season. So <laughs> wait for me, Riverdale. Wait for me. It'll be here. Um, though they just got rid of Sam Whitworth, and I'm not gonna lie, that was some uh, bullshit. That it was, was it was some bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> like for real. Like, yeah. I was like, I, for real. And then the next following episode was like, oh, it's this. I'm like, and then when they showed his picture in the yearbook, it wasn't even like a young picture of him. They just grabbed a different actor. <laughs> I'm like, come on, you could. Sam. Sammy. I'm sorry. Sorry, Sam. Yeah, they did him dirty. They did him real dirty. Yeah, he did him dirty. Uh, But the rest of the season is pretty cool. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it so far, except for this, what they did to Sam. Um, But yeah, I think that's what I'm watching. Reading, I'm still reading uh, the Bucks book. They had just done their second Japan tour, I believe, and had some kids. (laughs) So that's where I'm at in their in their book so far. I think I'm almost done, actually. If you look, you can see where my my placeholder is. Uh, wait, mm, maybe. Yeah, looks like you got. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm, what like two thirds? Yeah, I was gonna say between, between between a third and a quarter left, I think. Yeah, so yeah. I'm close to getting done. Uh, this weekend, living on Korean time has messed me up because normally right before bed. I read a chapter at least, at least one chapter, because I've been like, oh, crap, I got to wake up in like two hours. <laughs> I was going to say, go you don't know when yeah, you're going to I, bed. I, I'm a little behind, so I owe myself a couple chapters. Is, so I is might this a nap? Soon. Should I, am I taking a nap right now or is this me going to bed? 
Well, you if know I, what I've told myself? I'm just taking myself, a nap, I'll, I'm not going to I tell read. myself it's a nap, so I wake up better, better. If I tell myself it's a nap, anything under like five hours, I wake up better. <laughs> I don't know why. So I see, just, if, that's it's the a mental thing. You don't read it before your nap. It doesn't matter what time of day. It can be any time of day, but if I tell myself I'm going down for a nap, like when I woke up this morning at like seven, I... I woke up way easier than I did when I woke up at one <laughs> when mm. I went back to sleep from like nine 30 to one. Cause it was like, all right now for real getting in my sleep. And I'm like, Oh, my soul hurts. Like, but when I woke up at seven, I was like, all right, team. Well, team's like, we got food this early. I'm like, well, don't get used to it. And I gave her food and got my, my monster. And I sat down and I was already feeling great. Like, Oh, okay. Nap time. So I don't know. If you, have, if you have no sleep and you're like, oh, you get two hours, just tell yourself it's a nap. Psychological. It's all psychological. It, it really is. It really is. Uh, playing Hades. I'm looking at my screen right now. I've played Hades for 115 hours or more. Yowza. So. <laughs> really getting those uh, hours in. I, I've actually reunited a couple more people. We were streaming it right before Among Us, and the people watching got to witness another reunion i accomplished so i feel like i'm really close cool i keep saying that every week so one day i will actually finish the damn game. <laughs> i mean it's one of those games that just keep going it's gonna keep going and just keep sucking you in oh, that's uh, what i've been doing i got back into darkest dungeon this week i saw it's been a hot i need minute. to get back into it. i may just restart it i restarted it because it's been like two years since i touched it but it's uh it's fun and aggravating and yes all of the things yes i I thoroughly enjoy it uh i've enjoyed playing with with the chat and uh having people help me rename the characters (laughs) because it (laughs) it makes me connected to them just a little bit more yeah, I uh, I saw that I'm on there. Am I still you around? You're or still alive. Have I died? You're still alive. I'm still alive. I you know. Are, I, except I... when I when I leave Leva in town to relieve her stress, uh, she tends to wander off. Oh well, <laughs> like, that's pretty accurate. So, oh no, wait, sorry. The one time I left her to drink drink her stress away, and she spent our money buying rounds for the whole bar. Well, you can't drink alone. That's alcoholism. But you were at the tavern, so everyone else was already drinking. (laughs) Sometimes you want to make friends. Okay, all right. And then uh, the (laughs) second time, I left her in the brothel to relieve some stress. And she just disappeared for a couple days. (laughs) Why would you? I mean, it's not really. Listen, she was really stressed out. So I thought she'd just go have herself a good time. And uh, she had a really, really great time and disappeared. So <laughs> ran, away, ran away with some sort of I don't know who you ran away hunk, with. I don't know. Great abs. I don't know what happened, but uh, <laughs> she disappeared for a while. So <laughs> she has problems when I just leave her in town unsupervised. Well, but she kicks ass accurate. when she's fighting, so it's great. <laughs> All of these things are very, very true uh, in life and in the game. <laughs> Been trying to work my way through more Persona 5 Royal. Still enjoying it. Still super fun. Still very engaging. I started watching the anime on Hulu. Oh, wait. Should you watch it before you finish I'm only it? I'm only watching uh, the parts I've already played. Okay. Yeah. So I've only watched, like, up through what would be the first dungeon. So I'm, okay. play, I'm playing, and then I'm going to watch to catch up to where I left off. I see. I want to play this now. Oh, it's so Between you good. and Reed, I, I'm just like, oh. It's so good. 
It's so, so very good. And then right. on the reading front, uh, after last week's conversation where we talked about WandaVision, I've gone back and I've been trying to read some of those old Wanda and Vision comics, like the original miniseries and then the 12-issue miniseries from the 80s. So they're moving into, they've moved into their house. Uh, actually, the first thing I think was they got married, and then the second series was they moved in their house, and it's like a year in their life. She's pregnant. I've got one more issue left. She's about to give birth. So wow. it's, yeah. So you're kind of slightly mirroring. Yeah, very, very much so. Uh, so I'm hoping to work my way into disassembled and you know all that stuff that comes later. But I want to see all oh. the backstory because you know you you know I talked about it last week. We don't know, we know it, but like we're we're not connected to it. So I'm seeing the yeah. stages of her of her development. I never read the Wanda Vision. I didn't know that existed until just recently. I yeah. just again, I was like, man, I never read Disassembled, and I was working in the comic book store, and I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna read this, and I just picked it up. I was like, I'm just curious. It looks cool. I'm, I'm old... a big fan of miniseries, and holy hell, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those old books are so interesting because. Like, they tend to have characters recapping <laughs> in their brain, like, thinking about what happened the last time, you know, and they're, like, legitimately really? exp expositioning, you know, <laughs> and then it's, like, got the little asterisk that says, see issue six. And I'm, like, this is not like modern comics where they just keep the story going. Every yeah. issue here is meant for you to pick it up and get some information about what you missed so that you can just keep going right now. Uh so it's funny. The writing is very, very funny. The way it references back to what happened the last time. I, I wonder why they do that. I, mean, I feel like this is a conversation for another time. Was it just like, was it harder to get comics back then? So maybe they had to recap it more? Yeah, I think, I think so because, I, you know, I don't think comic shops were necessarily selling back issues. You know, I think you'd go to the drugstore and get a comic book. Yeah. Just pull it off the, the magazine rack at the grocery store. Yeah. So if I you missed if you missed the last issue, you probably weren't going to get it unless somebody you knew had it. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So That's it's so it's a, it's really interesting to read those old books and see the and writing style. How they have to change with the times and how uh -huh. we've changed with the times. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. That that's like probably another conversation for Yeah, this would be a great conversation for another episode. So let's let's yeah. put that in the uh let's put a pin put in a that. Put a pin in it. And uh, we'll save it for mm -hmm. another another show. We should talk about WandaVision real fast. Okay. Uh, Can we talk about one division? We will. We'll try, I was waiting. We're, we're, trying, we're not going to talk too us. long. Um, wait, I won't put that up yet. I'm going to put up the spoiler tag. When the spoiler tag comes down, you guys can unmute us. But we're just going to talk about WandaVision real fast. Episode three. Um, I don't want it to be like, I, I don't want to take up the whole episode with it. But I feel like if we don't talk about it, <laughs> it's going to back up on us. So podcast listeners, this is your opportunity to skip ahead to 28 minutes and 28 seconds to avoid any spoilers for episode three of WandaVision? We'll wait. Okay, here we go. WandaVision, episode three. It's still more of the same. Still, we're still a sitcom world. Starts in the 70s, very Brady Bunch, Partridge Family, Mary Tyler Moore-ish. Mm -hmm. But this episode starts to peel away the layers. Just a little yeah, bit no, more by the end of it. We definitely see what's going on now. I feel like I feel like they gave us a huge, like, couple huge reveals. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I was um, like, oh, we're we're already jumping into this. We're, okay, we're, we're gonna get there. Uh, yeah, I, I love I love the aesthetic of the beginning. The the Brady Bunch looking house. <laughs> it very much. Oh, their has hair! That How their, their hair, hair was so good. Again, the costuming and the makeup and the hair and the set design on this show are freaking brilliant. It, yeah. It's just so good. And the thing is, it's the same layout. The house is exactly the same layout. It's just... Updated. Yeah, it's just modernized to whatever decade they're in. Yeah, so that's yeah. really that's really smart. Like, it still has the exact same steps and the exact mm-hmm. same room that, where the kitchen is. It's mm-hmm. it's just small, tiny things that I don't think people pick up on. That's like... Yeah, no, Kelly and I legitimately had a whole conversation about that. Because when we rewatched episode one and two, she went, wait... The house is completely different. And I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it is because it's a different decade. But then when we watched episode three, I said, wait, the house is the same because the door's in the same place. The stairs are in the same place. The kitchen's in the same place. What was majorly different in the first episode, the 50s episode to the episode to the 60s episode, is that there weren't stairs. Because I don't know that a lot of houses in the 50s had two stories. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And so that's why the first episode of the second episode seemed so different, but then yeah. this episode to or episode 2 to episode 3 didn't seem quite as different. Yeah. But still very clever. Still very yeah. very clever. So are we getting in the 80s or are we jumping 80s in- 80s should be this week. So we are getting the 80s. Oh, we're then. getting the 80s. Yeah. From from okay. some of the clips. I mean, I wasn't sure after everything that happened cuz it's it's no, unraveling I th- quick. I think still in Westview, we're still we're still doing sitcom life. Did you did you I paused. I wish I could zoom in. I wish it was like TV when someone paused it and zoomed that in. Yeah. Cuz I paused zoom it on the enhance. sign of Westview and there's a couple weird symbols on there. And it was like uh wow, I should have took a picture of it cuz I paused it and mm-hmm. it was like Make make your home what you want or something it was like the Westview. Make your home what you want or something along that lines. Mm-hmm. And then the, the symbols on there. There's a couple weird symbols. I don't know if it meant to, but it looked like the hand symbol. I don't know if it's from the hand, but oh, I don't know. It. I kind of I googled Marvel hand, and it looked like the same design, just different Maybe. color. Could be. But I couldn't zoom in to see what everything said. I know there was an Eagles Club. Yeah, but it was like a bunch of different. Symbols and there was still there. A, there was a neighborhood watch sign. Yeah, I saw that. That was the eyeball, right? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. some YouTube video I watched broke that apart, but they didn't say anything about the hand. That's an interesting catch. If that's again, true. maybe the hand, I could be reading into it. Maybe it was like something else, but it looked very similar, except for it wasn't red. It was a black hand. Yeah. But it looked like the same design. I interesting. Wrong, but that's then, like obviously, the sword symbols weren't on the sign, but the swords. They had that all over. Yeah, like you know, this season or yeah. this episode. Um, I, mean, I guess we can talk about it. You have the spoilers. Yeah, let's, up let's there. talk about it. Uh, I love, I love how quickly she got pregnant and more pregnant and more pregnant, and then gave birth. Like we didn't yeah. have to wait for that at all, which was super fun and made for some really fun comedic moments too. Is it because of? Do you think it's because of magic or because of what's going on to them? I think like that's why her birth is so quick. I think it's both. I think I think that may be one and the same. <laughs> I think everything is kind of accelerated for her. I mean, because literally she said 12 hours. It had been 12 hours since the last episode. Yeah. Where I thought the episodes were taking place like a week apart. It seems like they're taking place a day apart. 
Yeah, days, like hours apart. Yeah, so this is happening very, very quickly. So, yeah, then, but, I mean, she had to reset something or someone reset reset something already between a conversation with Wanda and Vision. Uh-huh. And then Herb with his, that weird Sawing thing happening the in the wall. very beginning of the episode. <laughs> yeah, and then... And then Gerald, the whole thing with Geraldine, mm-hmm. and then the very end with like the the neighbors. Like mm-hmm. I think they were going to admit something. Yeah. Well, Agnes, Agnes does not want to admit something, something uh, that they're all trapped, or that like I don't know who's aware. I don't know actors. who is aware of what. Agnes yeah. seems to be aware of more than everybody else. It and some of them feel like they're keeping a secret. You know, yeah. and then Herb feels a little robotic. Like I can't, I can't figure it out. I don't know who's in on it or what is going yeah. on. Because Agnes seems very afraid of admitting the truth. Yes. Herb seems like he's being controlled. I cannot figure it all out. Yeah, and then Geraldine knows what's up. Geraldine was Though, was under the spell, up or did they try to reset her, or did she try to hide it? I, I can't. Th- tell. I think. I think. I think Geraldine was under the spell. Hearing Wanda mention Pietro kind of shook her out of it and like oh, she started that to she start oh it was so good. I feel like she started oh. to remember things and remember why she was there in the first place and was trying to get to Wanda and then Wanda wasn't having it and I think Geraldine tried to cover. Like I think I think this was the moment like in House of M where our characters get snapped out of it and they remember the real life. Mm-hmm. But then I think Geraldine was trying to pretend like, oh, no, I didn't say that. No, 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 no. I'm still here in the... She remembered her mission, and she was supposed to be undercover. Yeah. Wanda not having any So she's it. obviously a, shield, uh, a sword agent. A sword then. agent, yeah. So, and then getting kicked out or getting thrown to, mm. you know, wherever if it was different time. Not part town. of the plan. <laughs> So the people that found her, are they her teammates or is that something completely different? They're like, where the fuck did she come from? I, I would have to imagine that that's probably a shield perimeter or a, sorry, a sword perimeter. Around I mean, they Westview. had guns pointed at her like, what's going on? Well, I mean, they don't they didn't necessarily know that that was yeah. her coming back out. That could have been anything coming back out. And, and then I don't know. I mean, like the timeline with with miss marvel how old would monica be now like in modern day uh would she be geraldine age yeah you think so so do you think she's monica like more more i look at it the more i really do think she might be monica yeah and that's why she works for sword makes sense why she works i think i think she is monica i don't i don't think uh and then they just sent her to this was playing two different characters i think i think she's monica that went in to investigate, got wiped and turned into a character in the show, and then after started talking about Ultron, snapped out of it and has now been yeah. expelled because uh, Wanda doesn't want to have anything to do with it. Wanda wants yeah. to keep her happy life. So you think you think Wanda's controlling this then? And the more like after seeing that sign, the Westview sign, mm-hmm. I think she is too. I, I think. I, feel I like think Wanda has something though. to do with it. I don't know if she started it, but she's definitely trying to keep it. And then, I mean, did she reset Vision? Like when they were having that conversation, when you said there's something weird going on. Yeah, she she and, wound it back. She didn't want to. She didn't want to have that conversation. 
So she has some control over reality. I just don't know if she created it from the get-go. Huh. But but mysteries will be revealed, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, they're revealing mysteries pretty quickly already. Yeah, I'm, I'm super into it. Uh, and we'll come back to this a little bit at the end of the show tonight because there are some uh, emails or tweets that I want to talk about. Uh, but we'll avoid okay. spoilers at that point. But this is not this is not the end of our conversation on WandaVision. Uh, you guys, if you've had us muted, you can unmute us now. Uh, let's move on into the geekery of the weekery, shall we? As a result of the ongoing coronavirus pandemic across the globe, several films have once again seen their release dates shuffled around. Per a report in Variety, Sony has moved Tom Holland's Uncharted film from mid-July to February 2022. (laughs) Ghostbusters Afterlife from June to November 11th. The latest James Bond outing, No Time to Die, has moved from April to October 8th, which uh, then moves the Spider-Man-adjacent film Morbius out of October 8th and to January 21st, 2022. There's been no word yet on whether or not the upcoming MCU Spider-Man 3 quill will hold onto its December 17th release date. Disney has also shifted the release date of The King's Man, the upcoming Kingsman prequel, from March 12th to August 20th, and has also made no announcement about shifting Black Widow out of its May 7th release date. Conversely... Warner Brothers Pictures has moved up the release date of Godzilla vs. Kong two months from May 21st to March 26th. That film, however, is scheduled to debut both theatrically and on HBO Max. What do you think of these moves, Leva? Do you think this is an effort to get them back into theaters, try to get them released theatrically and probably more profitably than just doing it at home? I don't know. I mean, it could be... Are they done filming things? Like, I think a lot of I these know, movies are done. I know Tom has been filming Uncharted. Maybe, I mean, I hate, I don't know this. I'm not quoting this, but I'm like, what if someone got COVID? They had to shut down. No, Co- Uncharted's wrapped. He's, he's filming Spider-Man right now. He immediately yeah, went yeah, from Uncharted to Spider-Man. I don't know why it would be delayed unless they're just waiting from, to make more money. Yeah, I, th- I think they're trying to get them to, to debut theatrically and not have to do some sort of alternate form of release. Um, and I just watched the trailer for Godzilla vs. Kong. That looks pretty epic. I haven't seen any of those movies, <laughs> any of those new Godzilla movies. You haven't Skull seen Island. any? I haven't. Uh, but after watching that trailer, I want to watch them all because it looks good. Have you seen the Kong movie? No, I haven't seen the Kong movie either. And there's so many good people a, in you it. You have a movie night. Like, I do. Legit, just watch them well, all. Well, now that there are three of them, I definitely do to get ready yeah, for that okay. one next month or two months I've from now. I've seen them all in a the theater. So I actually thought about, like, with this one, popping my mask on and just taking that chance and finally going to a movie theater. Interesting. I feel like these type of movies need to be seen on a big screen. It's true. It's true. Like, it's when you're... It's, Epic, larger than life, monsters versus monster. Like you want to, you want the best quality. Mm-hmm. I recommend for you, since you haven't seen the other ones, watch it on your projector. Mm-hmm. Oh, a hundred percent. That's happening. So, 
Yeah. Or just rent a theater and see because Well, there's also that. Get you and your 20 of these movies in here. Get you and 20 of your closest friends and rent out a theater yourselves. That's hey, something man. we can do. I might do that. But yeah, no, I I haven't seen the trailer, but I heard it was out because today I've been running around like a crazy person. Yeah, so I just I happened to watch, to watch it just thing. before I came on here. So I, yeah, I really want to, but I enjoyed all the other ones. I'm a big fan of that genre of those type of movies. I, I enjoy that type of stuff. So I, I'm all, I'm going to see it regardless of the trailer, but I hear the trailer's amazing. So yeah, definitely. Uh, and then earlier this week, Capcom held an online live stream event, giving us a new look at the upcoming Resident Evil 8 titled Resident oh. Evil Village. Uh, it appears to include more supernatural elements than previous entries featuring werewolves, vampires, and witches. Additionally, it appears to be taking inspiration from both RE7 and RE4. It's still first person like Resident Evil 7, but has more melee options like blocking and counters. Like RE4, the setting appears to be a spooky and vaguely European village that leads to an even spookier castle. The inventory system mimics the attache case system of RE4 and has an item merchant throughout known as the Duke. I wonder if he's going to say, what are you buying? Because that guy <laughs> was pretty funny in RE4. Uh, Resident Evil Village will be released on May 7th on PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC. However, the game will also be coming to PS4 and Xbox One day and date with Next Gen, which Capcom did not originally confirm when the game was announced late last year, but rather said it was something they were quote-unquote looking into. Hopefully, they've done a better job of optimizing uh, this game for last gen better than CD Projekt Red did with Cyberpunk 2077. Or they're going to have a lot of bullshit on their hands. <laughs> because I feel like there were a lot of angry people over, over that. Uh, PS4 owners will get a free digital upgrade to PS5 version. And Xbox Smart Delivery will automatically upgrade the Xbox One version for Xbox Series X. You excited about RE8? Did you finish RE7? Or is that the one you Isn't got that stuck? The one where That's I got the one you stuck. got stuck. Yeah, I got stuck in a chainsaw fight. But yeah, yeah, yeah. With this one having witches and and werewolves and stuff, I kind of and it's in a castle. Yeah. I'll probably well go ahead and get it because that sounds awesome. Yeah, it does sound awesome. Also, uh, you have PS5, so you can download an exclusive and original demo right now. Right now? Right now, at this very moment, you could download right. it. Uh, it's called Maiden, and okay. the produ- producer Pete Fabiano says it's not it's not a part of the final game. It's like a standalone, uh, but like the RE7 beginning hour demo, Maiden will likely tie into Resident Evil Village in some way. Ooh, okay, I know what I'm doing later on Downloading after everything. Maiden. Uh, also, did you? I didn't realize that this year was the 25th anniversary of Resident Evil. Is it? We're old. I know. It came out in 1996. So at some point this year, you and I are going to have to do something Resident Evil themed, <laughs> whether we want to or not. I got to <laughs> relearn how to play 7 so I can finally beat 7. <sighs> I know. Maybe I should try to play 7 and everybody can watch me scream like a little girl because that's what I do when I play those games. <laughs> I just got stuck. and got very frustrated. And I'm like, I'll come back to this. And or, then... or maybe I'll just try to play Resident Evil 1 because that's the one it's really the anniversary of. And that one's not quite as scary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Leva giving me the face. Yeah, if you're the if disappointed you're face. Just imagine my face. Oh boy. That's kind of his reasoning. Like when you would have just left it at, oh well it's the anniversary of the first one. <laughs> All right, that makes sense. But then you're like, cause it's not as scary. <laughs> Don't be a bitch. I am a little bitch. Uh, <laughs> let's move on into the topic of the week. Last week, we got a terrific email from one of our soap suds, and here it is. I, I was going to say here it goes, and then I couldn't decide whether I was going to say here it is. I, it, <laughs> that was a mess. Uh, <laughs> Good job. Here it is. Hi, guys. Big fan of the show. We here in Toronto got the bad news that Toronto Comic Con will be canceled for the second consecutive year because of COVID. This is completely understandable given the pandemic, and it wouldn't be a surprise if other cons followed suit as well. Do you guys have any recommendations for how to fill these holes? Movies, books, video games, and everything in between to have a con at home or a virtual con with friends? On the flip side, when conventions are back on or were going on in years past, did you guys have any rituals? Movies to watch or books to read to get you into the geeky con spirit or take out restaurants you would order from at the end of the days? We'd love to hear you guys dedicate an episode around this topic. Thanks and stay safe. Jesse Calamino. Well, Jesse, we thought this was a great suggestion. So today, <laughs> we're going to give you our ideas on how to have a Comic-Con at home. Woohoo! I don't, I, yeah, uh... I think it's a great. Uh, yeah, there's. I think there's a lot of ways to have a con at home. Actually, yeah, I've I've been a part of a lot of them. Yeah, you've so done a lot far, of panels, to, right? Yeah, thanks to the pandemic and well, let's let's find ways around things. Truth, truth. But I mean, I feel like it's made uh, like these comic convention panels a lot more accessible to people that wouldn't have access to them before. You know, mm -hmm. previously, you would have to be at the con to go to one of these panels. And so nowadays, there's lots of virtual panels happening. You know, Galaxy Con's having them. Wizard World's having them. Uh, celebs are doing them personally on their own personal Twitch channels. Yeah, that, so many of them. Actually, I, I work closely with Galaxy Con. So when they first started off, it was just like Facebook Live. Mm -hmm. uh, so I would help them out with that. I did like a couple of the Ruby panels and like the Rooster Teeth ones and a few of the other ones. Uh, then they started branching out and I think now they're on a bigger scale. Um, and it's actually like legitimate, but it was, it's funny to see how people grow as the, as the pandemic keeps going on. Cause you're like, well, let's, let's, this worked, but what can we do to make it better? Yeah. So that's already happening. Um, and then funny story, the Sam Whitworth being human one legit a few weeks ago, right before we went live, I had him <laughs> on my Twitch on my phone cause he was hosting, uh, basically kind of, a a reunion of the being human cast on his own personal Twitch. So what I suggest to find those type of virtual panels, look up different conventions, uh, galaxy con wizard world. I know San Diego Comic-Con did one. Actually, did. I was on their website. Uh, they did a bunch of ones as well. Um, whatever, like, just look up Comic-Con panels or whatever. And 
also follow different celebrities. A lot of celebrities will talk about that. Hey, I'm going to be doing this soon. Keep keep an eye out. Um, I know a lot of, I mean, I don't want to jump too far ahead, so I'll let right. you. Well, I was going to say on the GalaxyCon thing, let's, let's uh, you know, since you work so closely with them, like let's talk about some of the things that they're doing. Um, you know, like you said, they've been doing panels since last year and they keep getting bigger and better. Uh, I was on their website today and currently they have them scheduled through the end of February, but I'm sure they will continue doing them after that. A couple of things they have coming up, like next weekend, they have Q&As with Jonathan Frakes, Marina Sirtis, and Denise Crosby from Star Trek The Next Generation. And they have another one with James Marsters, Amber Benson, Emma Caulfield, Claire Kramer, and Mark Metcalf from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Then yeah, in February, oh, definitely. <laughs> Uh, in February, they have one with John Wesley Shipp, Amanda Pays, and Danny Bilson from 90s The Flash series, and another one with voice actors Charles Martinet, Kenny James, and Samantha Kelly from the Super Mario series. Oh, that's awesome. It's so cool. It is, you know what's crazy? I've met so many of them through GalaxyCon. Like, they're kind of the usuals I normally will, will book. So I was like, oh, they're bringing Martin back, they're bringing... You know, John Wesley shit back, James Marshall's back. That's kind of cool to see, like, oh, it's almost exactly how the con is. I mean, that's, like, and that's, I'm sure that's the feel. With them. That's the feel that they're trying to get, you know? Like, yeah. you want to have that comfort of the con that you're used to. Uh, yeah. Additionally, some celebrities have one on one video chats. Uh, which is like as if you were meeting the celeb at their signing table. Some of them are doing mm-hmm. autographs, and some of them will even let you mail in your own item to be signed. So it's not yeah. just pictures and posters, which is super, super cool. And I feel like that's just the tip of the iceberg uh, for what GalaxyCon is doing. So we here at TGS highly recommend checking out their website for their full list of activities and event-specific details. Make sure you go over to galaxycon.com. And also, there, there are lots of other ways to collect, connect with your celebs. Uh, Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram Live. Twitch, the, all the things that you were mentioning, Leva, like so many celebrities yeah. are just going out of their way to do them themselves. Yeah, uh, there, there's so many ways. Um, actually, because uh, of Instagram, I saw that Adam Lambert's doing a virtual concert. No, in, that's like, cool. Next week. next week, I believe. Is it next week? Yes, next week. His birthday um, is, yes. And then I've been doing virtual c- concerts for like the last year now with with different K-pop and J-pop bands. So they do them all the time and they have different variations. Like you can watch the concert. They also have multi-cam. Some of them are higher tech where you can go and choose a camera you want. So if you really just want to watch one particular boy or whatever or different angles. Uh, I usually watch the main one because I like watching the choreography. It's all about the choreography for me. I like, you know, I don't know. I like seeing all the movements. Mm-hmm. Um, then they also have like fan meet and greets too, um, where like it's almost like Zoom and they'll pick one and be like, oh, hey, what's your name? You know, and usually those bands have multiple, like, they speak multiple languages. So they'll have usually one English speaker, one Chinese speaker, someone that can speak Japanese. So they'll, you know, they, you can talk to them. Usually it's, you know, maybe it's only one guy but then he can translate you know yeah and then they also have translators like i watched uh, a concert where they had 
his name was Daniel with <laughs> it was uh, Monster X had a translator named Daniel and he actually became a character because I would make fun of him yeah, sure Daniel that's what we said because <laughs> a couple of them did speak English but he would like be the translator and they would pay, poke fun of him and it was he actually became a character it was kind of cool that's really funny uh so those all have like subtitles translators uh, and they also do the same thing with like the, the meet and greets, like the one-on-one video chats. I've been trying to sign up for those and I always miss it because it's only like 25 people can sign up the first 25 and I'm yeah. never the first 25. So one of these days I want to get it, but not yet. You'll get lucky. Uh, <laughs> You'll get lucky and it'll happen for you. But yeah, it's, and then like there's other apps, like just keep looking for different ones. You got, you got, uh, what is the one that's so popular? TikTok. You know, and then mm-hmm. there's one for K-pop called V Live, and that's like legit, just like Instagram Live or whatever, where they sit and talk to you, where they film stuff, and it shows you videos. It's so cool. Just just research, like whatever you're really into, like research the actors, see what they're doing, because usually they're all pretty on top of social media. Hey, I'll be here at this time. That's how I found out about the Adam Lambert. I followed him on Instagram, and it's like, oh shit, he has a concert coming. I, w- I really wonder cool. if, he's, if he's doing that for his birthday because. His birthday is, is this weekend. His birthday is the same day as mine. So <laughs> I wonder if he's doing a I birthday bet concert. I bet you he is then. I bet you anything he is. That's probably his birthday celebration then. Uh-huh. Which is super but cool. But yeah, it was the first time I really saw uh, a, a, an American music artist really say, I'm doing a virtual, and mm-hmm. it's at the Roxy too, a virtual concert. Of, it's a very specific, specific place cool. with no audience, but just follow me at live for the whole world to see. Uh, my friend Colleen has been doing her uh, Miranda Sing shows from her living room. <laughs> <laughs> she's done two of them already, and she's doing another one on Valentine's Day, and she's doing the same nice. thing. She has the whole setup, she does her show, uh, and then she also has VI- VIP tickets which uh, are like Zoom calls with 10 other people. Yeah, and you just exactly hang out like, yeah. like the, the so K-pop concerts. It's super cool how people are finding ways to do these live shows and, and interact with their fans in a very personal way. Yeah, I know Peter and I were doing uh, live readings on Instagram live of children's books or, or whatever until, yeah. you know, he... Dropped you, you like know. a bad habit? yeah. I dropped him. <laughs> That's true. So I should around. get back to that. You know, Other now that I'm on my own, I sh- I need to get back to reading stories online. So yes, I've that's... been I've been feeling you all. So I will get back on that. That is my <laughs> that is my guarantee. You are the more wholesome of the two. <laughs> uh, another way you can get yourself in the con spirit is by binging your favorite series. You know, whether you have time to binge the whole thing, or you know, you go online and you Google top ten episodes of arrow and just watch what people consider the top 10 episodes you know like reacquaint yourself with the with the things that you like and then maybe there'll be a panel coming up and then you can watch a panel with the people that you just watched in the show i think that you know Mm -hmm. there are ways to get yourself back in that nerdy geeky spirit you could also set up a watch party with your friends via hulu or amazon prime disney plus or movies anywhere i think all of those have built in ways to natively watch a, a movie or a tv show with your friends i haven't tried that i should try that at some i point. mean that's that's the way that you and i watched uh halloween three together is we oh, did was te- it? we technically did a watch party with each other was that what that was okay yeah so is that on amazon uh that was with movies anywhere okay yeah so it, it's super super cool you know and though like i said those i think those four are able to do it natively 
but I'm pretty sure there are third-party apps that you can use or screen-sharing services that will, you know, help you be able to do it with like Netflix or something else. I'm pretty sure you could also else. do it via Zoom because you can share your screen. Yeah, I think I think you could computer. probably do it that way. Um, Just don't air it publicly. Then exactly, exactly. So you know, hang out with your friends, watch a movie, like yeah. have that. Get a have couple that... of you guys, you know. But the only thing with Zoom, unless you buy. Like Zoom is free, mm. but if you want yeah, yeah. more you than an hour, that. you have to buy it. So if you're watching a movie as opposed to one episode of something, you'll have to upgrade. Truth. So FYI. But it's not that expensive. Well, I think it's like $15. So if you, you plan know, on doing something like this, have everybody lie. chip in for the month and then unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, so you can have fun. Like have your own con screening of something. Yeah, it could be anime, it could be something. Yeah. Geeky and culty. It could be, you know, anything. Super, Favorite super movies, cool. 80s movies. Uh, if you're movies. like me and you're big into Artist Alley when you go to the cons, browse places like Etsy, Redbubble, Patreon. I mean, you can find artists on Instagram and see if they're accepting uh, commissions. There's so many ways. I, today, just doing the research for this show, I went on Etsy and I typed in Scott Pilgrim. And so many things came up. Like people had made faux VHS cassettes or, or VHS cases as if Scott Pilgrim had been made in the 80s. Like, That's awesome. It, I, you can find such cool things on there. Uh, and that's my favorite. I think that's my favorite part of a con is just seeing all the people's art and creations. I know on the San Diego Comic-Con official unofficial blog, they had a virtual artist alley mm. that featured works of artists uh, under who, you know, who would have normally been there. Yeah. So you could just kind of scroll through their art. So I don't know if that's still up, but it said, or if that was just for that weekend, but that's something kind of cool. So some, yeah. some cons are actually giving you virtual artist alleys. So that's really that's cool. dope. Yeah, like but putting up. Links I mean, if to you really want to like create a con atmosphere for your friends, I mean, you'd be doing it yourself. But create, find some of your favorite pieces of art online, you know, whether through these websites, and then make like a little virtual slideshow, and then invite yeah. your friends to come see it. You know, super cool, super super cool. And uh, they can walk through it. You know, you could you could set up your own online tournament in in a video game. I know, uh, like Mario Kart Eight Deluxe has an online tournament that you can set up yourself with your own parameters or smash so brothers smash, ultimate uh, yeah. smash brothers i did that with uh kansas city comic-con during oh, the week cool. i was supposed to be there because i was supposed to host their their smash tournament and obviously the con did not happen so they asked me if i would mind you know hopping online and hosting it so we actually i hosted and got to play with uh, a lot of the people that's amazing so it, see, was a it lot works of fun. you heard it here first I, folks it, it works very similar <laughs> zoom but and, and and Twitch, but not one of those. I've is it stream, Streamyard maybe is what they use. I think it's called. But you were able to see the screen, like the they had a host screen, and you were able to use their screen, and they were able to share it. That's so it was really cool. cool. That's really really cool. So yeah, you know if you if you're into the gaming side of cons, find a way to set up your own online tournament. Uh, if cosplay is more your thing, I know, Leva, you were talking about this to me earlier today. You know, uh, you found a lot of good stuff on, on Instagram or people's Patreons. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big Instagram surfer. So I, yesterday, I forget which, because I follow a lot of cosplay cosplayers, 
And one of them was like, here's how to make your own breastplate using Warbler. And she actually like sat down, showed how she made it step by step. So it was almost like you're at a Warbler panel, you know what I mean? Without mm-hmm. actually being there. But it was like, it was really cool. And something like that, you can save and come back to for later. Because I did. I have like, oh, this is really cool. I don't know if I ever need a breastplate, but I'm going to save it. And I saved it. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. I mean, you know? You you're big into cosplay, so you never know when that's gonna come up, and you're gonna go, uh, oh right, I saved a video about this. Exactly, it's, cool. it's I, super cool. I, I want to get more into Warbler and how to use it and how to do it. I just never have, so that's kind of a nice, probably starting point. Yeah. So, Definitely. uh, Patreon, a lot of lot of cosplayers have Patreon. A lot of them they just show works of art, like photo galleries in themselves, mm-hmm. but some have help tos as well. So you can probably get on Patreon with them and be, and they'll have like, here's how I made this, and they'll show you how to make it. Also, Twitch. There's a lot of cosplayers on Twitch as well, and, and same thing. They're making stuff while you're watching them. Mm-hmm. So uh, I haven't found them as much as I do on Instagram, but again, I don't surf there as much as I do on Instagram. Instagram is one of those. I'm usually having to do something with work anyway, and then I'll start surfing and lose track of time. <laughs> Instagram, the life suck. Uh, and then, like, uh, do you have any con traditions, Leva? You know what? It, it's weird because I went from being a con goer to a guest. Oh, true. So, yeah. So that's a lot different. Um, I'm trying to think of what traditions I have. Because for me, I'm in a different town all the time. So I don't really have like a, always a restaurant I go to. Mm-hmm. Or um, I feel like one of my traditions is wrestling. Because I feel like I'm always booked to wrestle wherever right? I go, no matter what con. 99% of the time it's with Galaxy Con. Uh, but... I mean, I've I've wrestled for, you know, one in New York. I've wrestled, I don't know, they all blend in. But I don't think I have really many traditions. Like, uh, I I always shop. I always try to find time to shop. For a while, I had to, because of being a guest and being a host, I got so busy that I would have to do it before they opened, Mm -hmm. like on Sunday. And then I always shop Sundays. Sundays you get a better deal if you can, but sometimes my schedule doesn't allow it. So it's just shop when you can, you know, but again, as time progressed, I, my, my traditions just had (laughs) to be fly by the seat of your pants. My tradition is fly by the seat of my pants. Not a bad tradition. Keeps it fresh. Um, Keeps it exciting. And then I usually always pick one or two celebrities I want to meet if I don't already know them (laughs) and, and find the balls and the courage to say hi <laughs> sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't sometimes i'll just i'll walk up like i'll walk by them and chicken out and just keep walking <laughs> but other times i'm like oh my god i met so-and-so they were so nice so if uh if you're more like me and not booked <laughs> at the con as a guest <laughs> uh here's here's how i sort of spend my day <laughs> Which uh, I kind of mentioned just a minute ago. I spend most of my time in Artist Alley. Like the 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 thing that I do is when I get to the con, I tend to go to Artist Alley and I will walk up and down the entire floor, 
just back and forth, looking at, at as much as I can. Uh, and I try my darndest to not buy the very first thing that I see. Because inevitably, I, I'm excited and I want to spend money and I want to buy something cool. And I'm like, yes, I'm ready. I'm going to get this. And typically, Kelly has to go, uh, can, let, let's just keep walking. Uh, let's not spend all of our money 30 seconds <laughs> after we got here. <laughs> so I go, okay, 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 okay. I'll come back to Thank it. I'll come you. back to Thanks it. Thanks for being Listen, she's smart. She's a smart girl. Uh, so we walk up and down the hallway. And for me, you know, superhero stuff like Avenger stuff, Marvel, DC, like that's a dime a dozen. Like everybody's doing a version of that. Uh, I try to look for the unique pieces of unique properties that are specific to me. Uh, so <laughs> I look for Scooby-Doo stuff. I look for Scott Pilgrim stuff. I look for He-Man things. Uh, so, uh, sometimes I look for Nintendo, but I feel like Nintendo's can be a little saturated. Um, but if it's super cool, like I've, I found, you know, this 3D pixel art, which, which was like layers upon each other. So it, it was the pixel art from like Super Nintendo, but had a very 3D effect to it. That's unique to me. That's so cool. that's the kind of stuff that I look for, you know, Scooby-Doo drawn and put on a piece of wood. Like that's different and you don't see that every day. You don't see Scooby-Doo stuff every day, you know? Yeah. So that's the kind of stuff that I gravitate towards and I look for the things that are unique and you couldn't find anywhere else. And that's the kind of stuff that I search for at a con. Um, so my suggestion is if you're going to a con, think of that thing that is special to you and look for that. And then you're not going to spend your money on everything you see. You know, no. that thing that you find, <laughs> you'll go, oh, my God, this is so special. There's there's nothing else like this here. Like this is it's so rare for me to find a Scooby-Doo art piece. This is the thing that I meant to buy today. And that thing becomes even more special to you. Yeah. Is that weird? Or is that just me? No, <laughs> no, that makes sense, though. I'm more of a of a, a sh like just look for anything like I mean if you look in my background I don't know if you can see it because my chair is blocking it but my pillow in my Levi Ackerman pillow mm -hmm. I always have it was one of those I was walking and I saw it and I'm like that's really ridiculous and I just I don't, as a joke I tweeted it should I, someone tell me not to buy this and then of course the internet said buy it well and then a friend of mine paypal me the money so I would buy it so <laughs> Listen, I, I had to find weird, random, dumb stuff. But, I was there um, when you bought the tiger head backpack. Yeah. So, see, I love weird, yes. random shit. So, but that's your I thing. Go, I don't look for it, but if I see it and it gets my attention. But again, that's your unique thing. You look for the weird, <laughs> random thing. You don't buy every, you know, Avengers thing you see. You got to find the right, unique, weird piece. And you go, I remember when I bought that at the con. I do. I do have a tradition. I just thought of it actually. Okay, hit me. Um, doesn't matter if I'm a guest or if I'm a, a like a paying customer. A layman. I get. I, I don't know. A patron. A, a patron. A patron. Patreon. A patron. Um, I get. I usually get the program, but nowadays you can get an app for that, and you go th and I go through all the panels. And, and the celebrity Q&As, mm -hmm. like ones I'm not booked for, because obviously if I'm do hosting, then I'll have to mark what I'm doing. But I do that anyway, so I don't forget. But then I also look for things I want to do, and I mark them down before the weekend. So I can plan my week around, my weekend around that. So like right. 
a lot of times there's like voice actor classes, voice acting 101 or whatever, or here's how you do voice acting with so-and-so, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'll, I'll, I always try to mark those or, oh, cool, there's like a Buffy Q&A that I'm not hosting. I would love to go sit in that and I'll like mark right. that down. So I'll do that before the weekend. So I have a little bit of a plan because again, it's good to have I started, a plan. Yeah, especially since like when I started hosting and then being a guest, my time got a little bit way more limited because obviously I'm doing other things. So I, I definitely had to like, all right, well, this is at this time. I can go from here to here. Then I have this yeah. hour free. What's available in this hour? All right, cool. And then if there's nothing I wanted to do, then I would, you know, eat or shop or whatever. But then in that, I have a little bit more open. Like, I know what I'm doing. I don't accidentally forget stuff. I do. I always do. But it's a little bit more organized. So I do do that. And I was doing that before even being a guest or hosting. Yeah, I no, I mean, like, like, you have to because at cons, there is so much stuff to do yeah. that you have to make your plan. And sometimes you have to choose between two panels oh, that's the it's worst. the worst yes. <laughs> i remember i remember i think it was at megacon that sam Whitworth was there and i was like i have to go to his panel so that like i planned the rest of the the megacon around that panel mm-hmm. <laughs> that was like i don't what care what do. else is going on i'm going to this panel and i did yep always be prepared when awesome. you're going to a con uh oh and the la- my last tradition is people watching a hundred percent people <laughs> watching like i love getting pictures I always get pictures. I love playing the, uh, how many Harley Quinns are we going to see today? Oh, yes. <laughs> like, I think you and I always play that, right? Yeah, we, we always... always play that. Like, that's, that's, that's the bet. Like, how many are we going to see today? Is it going to be many? more Jokers or more Harleys? Yes, or exactly. More, more Deadpools or more Harleys? Yeah, I what's, pop, what's popular this year? Okay, how many of these are we going to see how versus many, how many of that? How many uh, Star Lords versus how many blah, blah, blah? Yes, you know? one of my favorite thing, And I also love... Uh, how confident cosplayers are. Like, there are things, like, people will come in there and I would go, oh my God, I would never wear that. I would be so <laughs> uncomfortable. And they just, they flaunt it, you know? Like, I'm like, yeah. you guys, well, they're go, not you them. guys. They're the character. It's true. Yeah. I'm just like, mm-hmm. good on you, man. Good on you. So I love, I love cosplay people watching. That is yeah. another one of my favorite things. Uh, Soapsides, do you miss fan conventions? What are your convention traditions? Are you a panels person? Do you enjoy Artist Alley? Let us know by dropping us a line on one of our socials at the Geek Soapbox on Twitter and Instagram. Shoot us an email at the address thegeeksoapbox at gmail.com or pop by the TGS Discord. Uh, The link will be in the episode description. We'd love to hear from you and read your messages here next week. Also, Big shout out once again to Jesse Calamino for that show suggestion. If any of you other soap subs have show ideas, send them on over. We're always looking for cool ideas for future episodes. And with that, let's Did check you? the soap sud mailbag. Last week, we asked you guys your thoughts on WandaVision, and here's what a couple of you had to say. At CR Daredevil 5 said, Such a great show, and totally worth waiting for the next episodes for sure. Loving the teasers from episode three. I 100% agree. Lots set up at the end of episode three. I'm super excited. 
uh, at Susie underscore Sue 83 says, I've tweeted this before, but I absolutely love WandaVision. But I do wonder about people who have not read the graphic novels or the comics. It's full of Easter eggs and links to the source material, but I think if you've only ever seen the films, you may be a bit lost. What's your thought on that, Leva? Uh, maybe. Maybe you don't understand. For me, I feel like uh, there are callbacks to the comic books that... I was if, about to if, say something, if, but that's a spoiler, and I don't want to spoil it right now for yeah, don't, don't spoil it. episode three. But, but yeah, uh, I, I feel like it shouldn't be that hard to follow, but it, like you said, it's definitely a lot of Easter eggs, and you're a little bit more knowledgeable about if this makes more sense because of right. you know, her history. But I, I, feel like I feel like if you get dropped into it, you might be questioning, what the hell is going on? This is not the Marvel Cinematic Universe that I was expecting. And you and I, who are comic aficionados, know, okay, something similar to this has happened in the past. This might be what's going on. However, I feel like, you know, people on the outside could treat it like a Lost, you know? None of us knew what was going on when Lost started. We were just yeah. like, what is this? What is happening? What is the yeah. mystery here? Yeah, no, exactly. Well, my thing is Marvel Cinematic Universe is also good about spinning things. So even the comic book fans are like, wait, what's going on? Yeah, it doesn't happen exactly I mean, look like at, in the comics. Look at Civil War. Look at, uh, you know, Infinity, right. Gauntlet, you know, all of that stuff. It, it's similar but different. A yeah, lot as, of changes. As comic so book fans. So we're not exactly 100% yeah, we know what's going to happen for sure. You know what I mean? Exactly. You're like, oh, wait, that, that's a little different. Yeah. And I, I think they do that on purpose so you're not knowing exactly what's going on. I feel like it as comic fans, face. we appreciate it. We go, oh, okay, I see what they did there. That's cool. That's an homage to that or that's an homage to that. And the regular person might not get all of those references, but I don't think it necessarily uh, undermines their appreciation of the show and I don't necessarily exactly. think it should confuse them. Uh, yeah. I think it's just like any, any new TV show that you're watching on TV, you've got to wait for the story to develop and see where it's going. Exactly. So hopefully and people that feel that way will stick with it and it all will be revealed. Yeah. No, sometimes you have to have a slow burn of a TV show because not everything needs to be revealed the first episode. I don't want everything to be revealed the first episode. Mm -mm. I like a mystery. That mystery keeps me coming back. You know what I mean? Whereas, like Lost. That's why Lost is still one of my all-time favorites because it was so much of so much of a slow burn at times you're like what and then when they gave you something it just gave you more questions you're like what (laughs) absolutely like i love that type of i love that type of stuff where it's like you get a little bit but then you're hungry for more yeah you know 150 percent uh that's it that's uh that's all the time we have for this episode leva it's crazy what you uh what you got coming up in the future i got a stream Immediately after this, I have I have actually uh, my streamlabs already set up. So all to do is go live. And as we're long good as the go. computer doesn't so, crap out. Hey, look at that! <laughs> I'm so proud of me. Good job, Leva. Um, good job. We got a heels party. I'll be working on. Uh, so if you're a member of heels or you're thinking about becoming a member of heels, we are we do a monthly party. Uh, this month we have uh, Ty Conti as our Q and A, and we have some other really cool. Uh, things going on. We have uh, the people from Ink and Volt Planner 
uh, one, one of the main ladies from there, she's going to talk about organizing and planning your life and helping like the quality of life through planning. So kind of cool. That sounds very helpful. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I kind of want to get a planner, but I might wait until after this uh, party so I, I can get more information on that. And get the and right then, one. Yeah, because I made a list this weekend of things I want to want to do, kind of organize my thoughts and mm-hmm. my ideas and stuff. But I feel like a planner might help me with that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I use my phone for everything, and there might be a, a phone app, but sometimes having something tangible in your hand helps. I was going to say, sometimes physically writing something down just helps it yeah. lock into your brain just a little exactly. bit more. Exactly. I feel so, you on that, definitely. So I'm definitely uh excited about this party because i feel like it's gonna teach me a few things so i'm excited about that yeah that's cool. uh that's about it honestly i mean watch AEW dynamite uh watch all the shows you know dark dynamite bte uh oh you'll see me doing stuff something i don't even remember what i'm doing but <laughs> i'm always running around like a crazy person uh on the sidelines of dynamite i'm pretty sure yeah next wednesday is no exception so awesome um yeah and then watch my streams i'm about to do a stream cool watch me play hades because apparently that's all i ever play anymore and don't forget she's at wrestling leva on all the things yes twitch instagram twitter wrestling leva if it's not verified it ain't me yeah, don't trust it. Don't trust any fake Levas. Yeah, there, there's actually a lot of fakes. Uh, and they go through, like, uh, waves. I don't mind the role players. The role players are just having fun. I get it. Oh, shit. Yes. D&D tomorrow. It's we're happening. D&D. It's happening. I just said role players and it reminded me. D&D. We're spo- I don't think anyone's anna- I don't think anyone's announced it. Uh, but shit. TGS with, exclusive. I talked with Orange Cassidy. He and I have been pressing the guys super hard, and he comes up to me. We got a game Monday. You good? Now I'm like, oh, let me check my calendar. I am good. See you there. Now I'm like, ah. he speaks. Well, he does speak, but <laughs> very small. Very small. He's like, see you there. <laughs> perfect uh so yeah critical botch monday which uh, is tomorrow amazing. if you're listening to this it was yesterday so it'll be on youtube check the soon. replay check the replay yeah. you can watch the replay on brandon cutler's twitch stream i'll be uh brand cutler is it the brand cutler or just brand cutler Thanks, I think brand cutler brand cutler on twitch and then he has a youtube channel that a few days later he'll post the the video on YouTube. So you can also watch all the Among Us games too on his channel. Sweet. I should do that, but that's a lot of effort. And I, and I'm I don't have that time. I need I need me. I need a crew. Don't we all? Don't we all? Uh, be sure to follow me at Emily Ponton on Twitter, and you can catch me gaming on twitch.tv slash the geek soapbox every Tuesday and Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And again, Make sure you follow TGS on Twitter and Instagram at The Geek Soapbox. As always, the mm-hmm. audio-only version of this show will be available this Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and review. And if you're one of our awesome Soap Sud listeners listening to us as a podcast, but you want to see it recorded live, catch us here on Twitch every Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, twitch.tv slash the Geek Soapbox. 
Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, you guys. That's all the time we have this evening. We'll see you guys back here next week. Peace out, my friends. Bye. Soapbox is a TGS Entertainment production, executive produced and directed by Michael Lee Ponton, with associate producer Leva Bates, floor director Matt Smith, theme music by Richard Reeves, and additional musical cues by Adhesive Wombat.